What I wanted to talk just a little bit today, uh, and maybe we can do some zikr in a little bit, is um, I'm going to call it Allah tropism. Uh, there are flowers like the sunflower, which is heliotropic, it follows the sun. So wherever there's light coming in, it follows that. And I was thinking about, are we like that? Are we, you know, if we focus on Allah, can we keep our, our heart turned towards Allah? And then I thought about analogously the idea, or analogous, um, to the earth. So the earth has a, a lit side and a night side all the time. Um, and they're always turning and we're always circling around the sun. And the analogy is that it, we are always turning towards Allah. But sometimes we turn away from Allah and go to the dark side of the earth. And sometimes we are the light side and we're receiving Allah's light. And that, that, we're always moving. Allah doesn't move. Allah is stationary. And we are making the choice to uh, be connected to Allah and to be, uh, to turn away and get distracted. Now, there's things that very often we have to do, meaning that we have to focus on something right in front of us or, you know, our responsibilities and duties. We need to take care of those and then we turn back to the law that that's that sounds fairly balanced it's when we get stuck on one side or the other that uh weird things start to happen um i had a call from somebody who had gotten stuck on the light side and could not do anything they were they were ecstatic and they were expanded, but they could not hold a job down. They couldn't. They couldn't work with other people, uh, and that's just as difficult as it is to be disconnected and to be in the dark and to be uh, distracted. So, um, it's important that we find a balance uh, of taking care of our responsibilities and turning back to a law that this is this balancing is really important in every possible way emotionally physically spiritually um and emotionally that this balance is very important to understand it and to understand how we or us each specifically need to find our own kind of balance uh, for every person, it's different what we need and what, what helps us connect to Allah and what helps nourish us and gives us pleasure, what gives us joy and helps keep us positive. Uh, because 
as we talked about before, the default is cynical negativeness and 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 uh, loss of connection. To be positive helps us bring ourselves connectedly to a law and to stay uh, growing and balanced. And it's a dynamic thing. It's it's always changing. In other words, we are orbiting and we are circling at the same time. So there's a lot of turning involved. Questions? Hmm. You just... Hmm. Uh, I'm not sure if I can articulate this, but I'll try. Um, what what happens when you're? Oh, how do you how do you reconcile the fact that when you're trying to get that balance, and so you have your time in the in the sun or in the light, and then you go to responsibilities as you quite as you as you described it shake but then you know you have events that happen you get impacted by events around you and you may get affected and maybe it's part of your nafs maybe it's anger frustration all of the above so what i've been experiencing recently is 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 a little bit of that that disappointment sadness um, anger, but all the while knowing that there is Allah there and Allah's behind everything. So not wanting to, not wanting to, to be ungrateful, uh, not wanting to be disconnected, but yet there's this experience, there's these feelings um, that, are, that are in front of you. So I think sometimes I have a hard time balancing that out. Um, And I don't know if it's a case-by-case situation, but when you're experiencing some sort of sadness or disappointment or anger, do you explore it, see it through, even though it may stay with you for days and weeks? Or is it something that you need to really just be with for that moment and then let it go? Does that make make sense? I mean, sure. It's called life. Mm. <laughs> I would say it's case specific. Yeah. And for each person, this is this is our own. Um, uh, puzzle that we're trying to solve mm. that you know we we are alchemical mm. we are trying to transform these events experiences and states of mind and feelings into something that uh, we can either understand or mm. can grow from mm. Some of them we 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 don't know we don't know how to deal with it so we mm. put it in the backpack and go you know i don't know what to do with this right now i'm going to 
wait until I have some <laughs> mm. scaffolding that allows me to look at it with some uh, objectivity and uh, be able to observe it and be able to do something with it. Sometimes things are like that. You don't know what to do with it, so you wait for a time when it is a better time and place. Mm. Other things need to be gone through, mm. and experienced and, and dealt with appropriately. And other things need to, you need to get the toolkit out and go, okay, where did this come from? I really need to take a look at this, take it apart and see where it came from and, and how I can use this. Mm. Uh, yeah, you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I do shake and that, and that, that all, that all makes sense. I think it sort of feels like through the, that NAFS stuff when one goes through experiencing a certain type of NAFS, which I'm sort of looking at and have been examining, um, uh, in, you know, from my, uh, from my point of view. And um, it feels like, and I'm not sure if this is familiar to everyone else um, or if this is normal, but it feels like, okay, I know that NAFS and I feel like I've grown and moved away from that, but then something happens and the, the, the NAFs, so maybe maybe the same one or something else disguised as similar, um, raises its head up, and you re, my reaction feels like, oh, I haven't learned anything. I haven't <laughs> I haven't grown. You know, I'm just you know sort of doing the same thing, but at the same time, knowing that you know I've got there's a law there. And, um, uh, you know, trying to hold on to that rope and that connection. So I suppose, yeah, for me, that's just that, that sense of sometimes feels like you get kicked back to <laughs> first step. <laughs> uh, I, I would say that, that even though it feels that way, that that is not necessarily true. Uh -huh. Okay. Because if you think of the nafs as mm. skins, this, mm. you have this big onion was <laughs> <laughs> drilling down through these skins. Mm. And, and this is where you have to kind of trust the teachings of, of your heart to guide you through this. There's a kind of trust that's needed to let you know, I couldn't get to this level until I'd taken care of these other things first. So mm. Gotten those out of the way. Now I'm at another level. It looks the same, but you're growing. This is how you grow. And the feeling that you have uh, of being a feeling like, man, I have not moved an inch <laughs> is normal to this, mm. but you're in a completely new place. And if you look back just a couple of years, you go, oh, yeah, I, I ha actually have grown. And I see things differently now. But in this moment, when you're feeling, feeling things strongly, it feels like nothing has happened. Yeah. So, so it's contextual. Uh-huh, yep. From this moment, nah, I just got more to deal with mm. because you took care of the other stuff. Mm. Yeah. Which is good. It, it takes a great spiritual warrior to move through these layers. It's not easy. Mm. And, mm. and 
this is where your own positivity has to come into play where you go, okay, I'm moving through things. I actually am growing and I can tell I'm growing because this hurts. Mm. This is painful looking at this, but that means you're growing. Yeah. You're shedding some skin. And this is good because now you're expanding a little bit more. You're seeing and understanding a little bit more. I mean, if we were to strip away all the onion skin, <laughs> the whole thing, you go, oh my gosh, I can't deal with this. That's too much. So each layer allows you to see just a little bit more of how things work. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Thank you. That, 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 that aspect about when you said that it's contextual, when you're really feeling it, it feels like um, you're, yeah, you haven't moved, but you, you have. Um, I've, I've just got one more question. Sorry. If I, yeah, on, on, on that. Yes. Yeah, just, I just need to. Yeah. Sorry. Shay, yeah. One other aspect here. And that is there are major events that will disrupt. Mm the the ongoing work against the nest and those things are things like grief uh or an accident a physical uh -huh. accident at which time you have to re uh realign your your focus to deal with that and that uh -huh. those are different things and you have to give yourself some slack about okay this is this is a major event in my life and I really need to take care of this now those other things have to kind of take a back seat while you deal with, you know, a crisis. Yeah. Yeah. And this is part of what it is to be a human being. Mm. Humans, uh, we can share stuff, but then there's our own journey that we have to take care of. And as things come up, we have to deal with them and find, you know, ask for help if necessary or deal with them and, and feel them as much as we can. Uh, but we're here to support. We're mm. here to help. Mm. You're not alone. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Next thing. What was just, yeah, just one last thing on um, about, yeah, sometimes when you go through something and it may feel hurtful and you're feeling it, uh, and uh, what's been happening in my head, I've been hearing you saying about, you know, that when you say you've got to laugh at the maths, because if you can't <laughs> laugh at yourself, then someone else will. But when you're feeling, how do you do that when you, you, you're feeling hurt? Is it a practice or is it a choice or do you need to get to, do you need to get to a, a, another place in yourself? I.e., do you need to get to know yourself better to be able to laugh <laughs> at the nafs do you, you get what i mean like sometimes you, you're going through something which is really painful and yet there's a part of me there's another part of me that's saying well you know you just gotta gotta laugh at them you know because they're just trying to do their thing but it still hurts um yeah um there's a couple of different mm. um, ways in to dealing with that one um for me I use things that come from art to help mm -hmm. get a, a handle on this because if I'm feeling it, probably somebody else has felt it as well. Mm -hmm. and it is in the human experience, around, an artist has dealt with it in some 
way that helps me get a different perspective on it, either through a movie, a book, a story, some music, um, uh, a painting, something that gives me a, a perspective on that a, on that uh, uh, aspect of uh, uh, life of an you know something where I f if I feel hurt you know somebody has experienced that this is what it is this is this is the weird thing about being human that that we have uh, a strata of consciousness in our in metaculture you know in the in the human race that um other people are reflecting back what we experience so um that's what i do sometimes sometimes a movie sometimes a comedian will touch on that uh, 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 like the dry bar on f facebook is uh there's great comedy on there and and everybody has a different way to approach it and if and sometimes they touch on it they touch on that that aspect that we're feeling hurt about whether it's a breakup or a, you know family stuff mm. where where they have a take on it that's funny and that helps and just and just the 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 feeling of laughing lightens us just just doing that as a matter of fact isn't there a yoga of laughing? Well, yes, there is. <laughs> in Glasson Street, there was actually a group. And they were all in the park. Oh, them. really? And they used to laugh. It was just the... And I was from my balcony going, this is so stupid, but you couldn't <laughs> help it, you know? You'd just laugh. <laughs> for like over an hour. Really? Yeah, it's Oh. It's very cathartic. Yeah, mm. I did one once. It was really good. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Huh. Cool. And and I think you know learning how to tell jokes and how to make other people laugh <laughs> will help you uh, mm. uh, keep buoyant. Mm. Uh, so learn some good jokes. Mm. I'll tell you one. Okay. My, my one of my favorite ones <laughs> is about. Uh, uh, a, a guy who was uh, fairly isolated and alone thought, you know, I need a pet. I need something that I can talk to, you know, maybe something like a parrot. So he went to the, the pet store, uh, found this guy who was selling a parrot and uh, the shopkeeper and said, uh, how much for the parrot? And the guy said, $20. He said, wow, that's really cheap. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so he, he takes the parrot home and sets it up and goes, hey, how you doing? Would you like a cracker? And the parrot just lays off and swears at him. Just gives him a really salty down. <laughs> <laughs> on everything and just up and down the guy goes <laughs> and he puts a cover over the the page and goes wow uh that's really something takes the cover off and says um uh parrot um cracker 
and the parent just swears at him again. And this goes on for a couple of days. And he goes, I, what am I going to do? I, 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 I kind of like the parrot. It's got some great colors, but this is annoying. I can't, I can't even invite people over. This, this, <laughs> this is terrible. So he, he thinks about this for a couple of days and decides, you know what? And he takes the parrot out and he goes, listen, parrot, if you swear again, I'm going to put you in the freezer. And the parrot just says, oh, yeah. Oh, what are you going to do about that? And just swears him up and down again. <laughs> takes the parrot and shoves it in the freezer for a while. <laughs> opens the freezer door, takes the parrot out, and the parrot says, you know, I'm terribly sorry for my actions and my words. I deeply apologize. I hope you will forgive me. And what did the chicken do? (laughs) (laughs) I like that one. (laughs) So find some jokes that you, you, that you can tell people that you can find laughter. Hmm. When, when, um, I used to have, well, I still do, but I, I would call my shake up when I was going through some really rough spots. Um, and I'd call him up and in just a few minutes, he'd have me laughing. And I go, but I called up because I was in a really deep heart place and here I am laughing. What happened? How did he do that? (laughs) What it is to be positive and what it is to be um, uh, understanding of context and of seeing the big picture and getting caught in the little picture. So, you know, and you think about, well, what's, you know, in a hundred years, who is this going to matter? Who's going to care? Well, they're not. That's, That's the whole point. Yep. Yeah. You know, what's so important? Funny, when I was um, coming here, I was talking to a friend in Melbourne and I was just listening to this thing about, oh, her daughter's mother-in-law and, you know, oh, they said this and they said that. And, you know, I'm just going, I mean, you go, yes, you know, you're listening because obviously it needs to come off someone's someone's chest, you know. But actually, when I got here, I thought, what's the point? <laughs> what is the point of all of this? You know, just this, it, it's almost like a one-upmanship. One yes, there is. There know? is that. I'm, I'm busier than you. I'm more depressed I'm than, you. than you. Yeah, you know? whatever. So <laughs> part of what we need to do as good uh, wakils, uh, khalifas, uh, um, to be able to help other people. We have to kind of analyze, why are they telling me this? Will it help them? And sometimes it does, but you have to kind of assess the situation and why they're telling you. Sometimes I've had the experience of somebody who had been saying the same thing over and over again, you know, caught in that kind of loop, but I listen with my heart. And, and I'm there for them. 
and then they feel like that somebody listened to them for the first time. Mm -hmm. Nobody listens to somebody who's negative all the time because, you know, what's the point, as you say? But you can finish the process with them by listening actively. Yeah, I mean... Sometimes. I'm not saying every time. As a therapist, that's your job. Mm. And as a saleswoman... It's your job. <laughs> yep. If you're selling something, the more you can get the person to talk, of course, the more they're going to buy your product. I'm amazed at the number of salespeople doing. Yes, listening is a fine lost art. Mm. So, uh, part of our job. But first, you have to have enough of your nets out of the way to be able to hear somebody else. So on that point, you know, um, I, I, I don't know, late, I just have this thing about that's not right, that's not just, you know, and then I create all these almost court-like scenarios in my head of how I'm going to sort this out. And then I go, well, it's really not for me to judge, you know. Um, Your Majesty. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? And I, but it just, I mean, I even dream of this sort of stuff, you know. And um, so hopefully it's just a passing phase. But when you were saying that, the number of times I've gone into a shop and I say to the salesperson, excuse me, but I don't think you listened to what I said to you. If you listened, this process would be very easy. Yep. Mm. And I try to be nice. <laughs> Rukaya? Oh, just there's lots of thoughts of <laughs> similar situations and stuff about listening. And what do you do when people are just rambling information and it's like it's it's about their lives and stuff that you have no interaction with, but you get it daily because it's your housemate. <clears throat> <laughs> I didn't get all of that. Say again, please. Sorry, sorry. Um, I was just wondering, like, I'm just thinking about all this listening in and everything, and my housemate just seems to have a lot of drama around her. And it's just like... I appreciate that that's her life and everything else and I don't have any connection to it because I don't know any of the people or the situations or anything and I thankfully don't have any drama in my life right now. Um, I just have a business that's a bit crazy, but that's okay. Um, but how do you be there as the sounding board and stuff when it's quite regular but you have no way to, like... I don't know what to do <laughs> in terms of... Housemate, you said? Yeah. Uh, well, you have to take the responsibility for that. You allowed them into your house. Mm. Doesn't mean you have to spend all your time with them. Mm. And you may learn from this that that's probably not the right kind of housemate for you. Mm. The polar opposite of what I've had before because the last one didn't interact at all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, right, where's the middle ground here? <laughs> so, so this is you. 
Yeah. Making a choice and you are now learning from the choice. You're learning about this person. So what you're learning is what is your nafs and what is their nafs and when it's time to move on. In other mm -hmm. words, in this case, I need to go. Thank you for sharing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I can't help you or, um, you know, just be busy or shut it down somehow. Mm -hmm. uh, not your problem. Yeah. And this is part of what yeah. we need to learn is what's mine, what's, what's yours, and mm -hmm. do I have permission from Allah to help you? Mm. You know when you have permission because you have all of a sudden your heart is right there and you're there. Yeah. If you're not there, you're not going to help. Mm. Mm. I don't know if it's either the asking for help. I think it's just venting of information a lot of the time. Yes, not useful information. No. All right, so you can say that. Yeah. If you don't like it, maybe they'll move out. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm just trying to do it in a way that's kind of appropriate because she's told me that she thinks she's on the spectrum. So it's a very different way of communicating and everything else. So I just don't know enough about that. Oh, so this is you learning a new yeah. vocabulary. Mm. Reference point. Good. So learn it until you got it and then things will change. Mm -hmm. Inshallah. Inshallah. Cheers. Okay. Yeah. Anything else, Jasmine? Um, no, there is, but there isn't. Okay. A little bit of uh, zikr.
Thank you. Thank you, Sheikh. Thank you, Yes. Thank you, everyone. Shukran. Thanks, Yes. So, yeah, sorry? I have a 
good week. Yeah, you too. <laughs> Enjoy the cricket. Thank you. Yes, yes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh I see. Okay. Salam alaikum. Bye. Bye. Salam, guys. Thank you. Bye. You okay now? Yeah, yeah, getting there. I'm going to do, um, I've got some mulch to put on the garden, so I'm going to do that for a bit. Excellent. Very good. Okay. Talk okay. to you later. Salam alaikum. Salam Bye. Bye bye. Salam alaikum, Marids, seekers curious and interested listeners. We appreciate you and are happy to share our Sufi message. Your donation will help support our Sufi Center in Sydney, where we do zikr, sobat, spiritual counseling, and healing services. We believe the message should be free, but it costs equipment, rental services, software, and hardware to get this to you. So thank you for choosing our podcast among all the millions available. If you go to our website, ansarisufiorder.org, you will be able to donate through PayPal whatever you think this information is worth to you. Blessings and love, the Australian Ansari Sufi Order.